Welcome to Bright Ideas, the podcast for advancement professionals who want to make and demonstrate a greater impact. Sponsored by High Bright. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bright Ideas. This is High Bright's podcasting series for advancement professionals in higher education. I'm Sandra Rincon, your host for the series, and thank you for listening. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Dr. Maria Gallo. She's the founder and principal of KITE, which is Keep in Touch Education. It's a social enterprise that focuses on transformative potential of alumni connection through research and education initiatives. She has over 20 years of experience as a scholar in management, in strategic development and advancement roles in Canada and Ireland. In 2020, Maria was appointed as visiting research fellow with the um, Trinity Business School, Trinity College, Dublin. And she has just uh, completed her book, The Alumni Way, and we're really happy to have her here and we'll be talking um, about also the book. Um, Maria, welcome, it's it's wonderful to have you back. You um, started actually with our first episode of Bright Ideas, when we talked about the impact of COVID in alumni relations. And now you're back to tell us um, and to get insights on how to provide your graduates, our graduates, a lifelong value. So really happy to have you here, Maria. It's a pleasure to be here, Sandra. Thanks for inviting me back. So Maria, we, we thought that it would be wonderful if you would tell us um, more about the book, The Alumni Way, and how that, um, so much that you, that you explore there in that book and how that uh, gives us so much insight into um, this lifelong value that graduates can provide their institutions. Thank you. Yes, I'm delighted to talk to you about my new book, uh, The Alumni Way. And the subtitle of the book is actually Building Lifelong Value from Your University Investment. And um, I primarily wrote this book, Sandra, for the alumni audience, for graduates, um, for even seasoned alumni, and even students to be able to think about and to reflect on, you know, why they decided to um, to go into higher education, to get um, to get a degree, and that getting a degree is much more than just the diploma that ends up on your wall, all framed. But in fact, it's so much more, and how it has this value that um, lasts throughout your whole life, um, across all aspects of your life. Um, and I guess that uh, you know the best way to to frame um, the aspects of my book, which are connected to lifelong value is through the four traits that I highlight in the book. Um, and those four traits of a seasoned and a savvy alum are being reflective, being curious, um, being passionate and identifying your passions. And finally about being generous. And so all those aspects as they're woven together really allow um, students, graduates and alumni to really think and rethink about the importance of the value that they get um, from their um, from their university and their educational investment. You know, Maria, um, this is the first book that I know of and I've read a lot of books on alumni. Um, and it's the first one that really um, focuses on 
having alumni read about how they can uh, contribute to their institution, but you know how they can also uh, expand their network and and uh, have an impact, right? Um, so, but here I think that it would be really interesting to also look at you know how can institutions um, use you use your book and and you know the insights that you provide us there. Uh, to better provide uh, an experience to their alumni? Hmm. It's a really great question, Sandra. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because the, the, the focus and the, the primary audience of the book, yes, is definitely, you know, uh, students, graduates and alumni. Um, but equally, um, I would be encouraging uh, advancement and alumni professionals to dip in, uh, because I think there's a lot of insight there onto thinking and reframing how we think about um, our alumni relations uh, activities. When we think of alumni relations, there has been a lot of very traditional ways of doing um, these activities and doing social um, initiatives, professional development opportunities for our alumni and even for our students before they graduate and maybe even connecting. And this is an opportunity, I think, in the last um, you know, 10 years or so, where it's given us a chance to um, take stock uh, and to think about how those things can change. Um, and it, you know, at one end, we want to, I wanted to inform alumni about all these, these rich opportunities that are out there. And on the other, I wanted um, uh, alumni professionals themselves to actually start reflecting on, you know, what are we providing um, that is of value? How are we um, providing um, uh, these um, opportunities for um, to create these kind of savvy and informed alum. And through, I guess, these four traits, I can, you know, maybe give you kind of a, a snapshot of um, ways that uh, universities can think about providing lifelong value. So from a reflection perspective, it's this idea of asking that question, you know, what kinds of activities or initiatives are we providing as alumni professionals to allow our students and our recent graduates to really reflect on their university experience as a growth-minded um, uh, experience. So a way that they can learn about themselves and learn about, uh, you know, things in life. So what kinds of experiences are we providing around that? So maybe there are a lot of professional development opportunities, reflective opportunities that we can provide for our, for our um, recent graduates, and even for our more seasoned graduates. There's also the idea of, you know, how are we fostering, um, you know, curiosity? How are we allowing for those opportunities for um, uh, alumni, alumni interactions to happen? Alumni relations often, um, you know, is this idea that, you know, there has to be a lot of control from the center, meaning that um, alumni relations have to ensure that we're preserving what's happening. Um, uh, you know, from the alumni relations office, uh, and that sometimes there's a lot of transmission happen, and there's not a lot of interactivity, and um, that can happen because you know we want to control from the center. So, for example, you might have a webinar, and um, and you know alumni are not able to interact. And what I would be um, you know kind of challenging in the book is to say, well, allow for that interactivity. That's where um, really exciting initiatives like. Uh, 
mentorship are really important um, and can really allow for um, those really exciting uh, serendipitous moments to happen, um, to allow people to build and expand their networks and to meet each other. And so allowing that to happen, allow curiosity to really uh, be fostered within um, the alumni community. Um, so, uh, you know, asking that question. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, sorry, yes? No, Maria, yeah, I just wanted to break you here for just a minute, because I think that these two are, are really essential in terms of, you know, how, I think that the, the question that you posed, uh, how are we in, in alumni relations creating moments for students and alumni to reflect on their experience and to develop and continue to develop this curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that it's really important that we take time to really think about these two questions. Right? Um, and, 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 you know, how are we doing that? Um, and and I, I, I do think that that's the element in your book that gives us insights in terms of how can we create a better experience for mm. the alumni if we do take the time to reflect about and, and ask them you know, what their experience is like and for them to even think about that as well. Mm. Because a lot of the times they, they, don't, they don't need to think about it because they're not asked and they don't, they're not given the time to reflect. But um, so I just wanted to make that comment and, and, and I know yeah. you have two more to go. Yeah, no, I just, and just to kind of add on to that, it's that idea that, you know, most of the time you get asked that question, you know, how was your university experience? What did you think of your, and they'll, it's always that it was good, it was bad, um, you know, polarity of responses. And, right. you know, how do we create those, those, those responses that can be much richer with um, information and insights for the, if the individual so that they can actually start to think about, you know, oh, I actually do identify as an alum. I, um, I do kind of connect with my institution because I learned a lot about myself and um this is an opportunity for me to you know to be able to connect with them for the rest of my life because i can have these other enriching experiences of curiosity and reflection um the other two aspects i guess are much more interrelated so those two are kind of interrelated at the beginning and then the, the second the, the last two are also interrelated you have um passion and so what i would be challenging there is asking alumni relations professionals to be thinking well, how are we providing um, programming and initiatives that uh, that really um, span across um, our alumni's lives for where from where they are now in their lives? Um, that's really important. So where we find them. Uh, so for a lot of the time, there seems to be a concentration on, um, of course, employability and careers success which is essential but there's also the balance of having other things in your life so not to forget thinking about you know what kinds of lifelong learning opportunities are available in your institution what ways can they connect with the sports or the athletics um, or even the arts that are happening on the campus and other kinds of initiatives other knowledge-based um, you know programs and symposia and um, webinars etc that they can connect with and um, and then finally is thinking about generosity so you know in what ways are we framing uh, uh, and are we are we kind of um, putting out those invitations to our alumni around how they can give back to the institution and what kinds of benefits that that actually holds for them as alumni um, and also the kinds of benefits that that can have not only on the institution um, but also the benefit that it can have 
on um, the wider community and society. So thinking about, you know, ways that they can, of course, um, uh, you know, give of their time and their talent and ties, which are things like, you know, um, you know, giving their expertise back, providing potentially a work placement or um, being a mentor, but also thinking about, yes, that they may also become and becoming very savvy donors and thinking about, you know, why and how they, they found, they find um, those, uh, those uh, fundraising asks to be very compelling and to be kind of a discerning person who, when they receive those, that they can be discerning and saying, does this actually meet with my values? Is this something that's really, I'm really passionate about? You know, I had a really um, amazing experience at an event last night. And, um, and as you know, this is a season of giving, uh, you know, that we're experiencing at the moment. And, um, you know, alum was exp explaining her, re um, her recent experience at an event where she um, met with a student who asked her to give money to a, a project to help um, other students in medicine, and she had graduated from medicine, and she was talking about how they were trying to, to help those that couldn't afford um, all the, the, the um, that needed, that you needed to, um, to provide within a, me a medicine course, so providing extra support for those students that, you know, needed the extra support, and she found that to be a very compelling ask. It was something that really aligned with her values, and she just said that she never intended on ever being a donor, but she felt that, that because of the story that was being told and um, that she was then, you know, it allowed her to really think and reflect about how that was important to her and that, she, that giving meant that she was part of something bigger. Exactly. And, and that's the kind of thing, that's the kind of thing that we want to be able to foster within exactly. our alumni community. Exactly, exactly. And, and I mean, uh, and of course, also during the uh, study time, right, when they're on campus, and, and then this all has to be part of that lifelong value starting you know from from uh the the beginning and continuing on and and um maria i mean you've mentioned really uh important issues here in terms of that alumni i you know when i've talked to alumni in terms of donating um their time knowledge and money um, and many of them are very willing to do so. Uh, I've never had anybody say no in terms of donating time and, and, and their knowledge. Um, Money is it's a, it's a different situation. And I think that the point that you made that it needs to be a, a, a compelling ask in terms of connecting with their values is, is, is really relevant. But um, we've talked about uh, uh, many times in terms of you know, how important it is to also provide uh, the possibility for our alumni to have an impact, not only in our institutions, but also uh, in, the, in society and in their communities. And one of the things is this, this service mission that universities have, and now, you know, uh, so important, uh, the role of universities with the millennium goals and, you know, with the service to, to their communities and, and, and that impact that I think that now universities have even a more um, an, an, an easier way to create projects where they can engage their alumni from a value perspective and, and really engage them in, in things that can have a tremendous impact. So, um, but, but this is always comes to the question of, 
you know, when we're providing this lifelong value and, you know, how we're developing um, this uh, path for them to, for alumni to be able to do that. And, and you give us a really good framework in, in your book with these four, you know, aspects of reflection, uh, curiosity, uh, passion and generosity. Maria, but you know, how do we go about measuring this? You know, how do we go about measuring that indeed um, they are uh, contributing or they're providing and in, in, in that our programs are successful and do have an impact? Mm, I think it's a great, really great question, Sandra. And, um, you know, as an alumni and advancement professionals, this is, um, this is a really difficult one. And I think it, this is particularly difficult for alumni professionals because for advancement professionals that work in fundraising, sometimes it's just easier. Of course, they can count the money that comes in. That's you know a very easy metric to work with. And sometimes yeah. relationships are really difficult to, yeah. to quantify, as you know, right? And so what yeah. I would be saying um, is, you know, one, one, I think, really clear way of doing that is to think about and to revisit the strategic plan of the institution and to think about, you know, what is the and the values and the mission, of course, that the, the you know, as you talked about, that the university is espousing and think about, well, how do alumni or how can alumni respond to those calls, those problems, those challenges that are that are faced in those those plans. And there are already metrics there because my kind of thing is sometimes it's not worth reinventing the wheel and creating right. new met metrics that sometimes right. it's like, well, what are the metrics that are there? You know, if there's a, you know, an issue around, say, um, you know, wanting to increase employability of the students or, you know, ensure the students have jobs at graduation. It's like, well, what, what place can you can um, alumni, you know, play in that kind of those kind of goals right. and, and then create a metric out of that so that you know alumni kind of are, are responding to um the wider needs of the the university ecosystem so um because they don't they don't work in a vacuum um so i guess that's that's probably i think the best is that sometimes I, um as alumni um work we're trying to kind of create our own strategies which is great but ensure that they are are um well integrated into the um the wider university strategy strategies and to find those champions at really senior levels whether that's the president deans whatever the case may be, you know, vice presidents, to be able to kind of see the value of alumni um, um, so that, that the lifelong value of alumni is actually valued by the institution as much as it's valued by our alumni so that, that they, they can marry and meet very well. Right, right. No, completely, <laughs> completely agree. Uh, and, and what we've said before, you know, there's there are um, other colleagues who have been developing these, these matrix and mm -hmm. definitely, you know, Case has developed a matrix that, mm -hmm. you know, we can all use. And, um, and we need to, you know, to uh, use what it's already there, but there is no one formula, right, Maria? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've That's discussed right. There isn't, time. there isn't. There isn't. And, you know, what I would say to Sandra too, is that not just one formula, but there's also an opportunity to really kind of get a gauge on, you know, what kind of engagement are we getting from our alumni? Right. And that's the value that, um, that, uh, that, that um, tools like um, your online communities can be of extreme value because they can actually, you know, show 
that showcase that and you know level of engagement and how it can actually increase. So there's so many um, analytics that you can grab from you know from that that can be really valuable um, to talk about engagement and how engagement can can increase and then think about how then that maps across the institution. So I think that that's a really exciting way to also capture some initial metrics. Yeah, thank you, Maria. Thank you for for um, your insight on that. Um, one one uh, last thing from your book that I'd like to um, emphasize, and, and maybe we can get a little bit more um, explanation on, on that part, is, is you mentioned um, an alum from day one strategy. Can you tell us a bit more about that? What, what, what do you mean by that? And you know, how could we um, implement that in, in our universities? Uh, yes, of course, no problem. Um, the alum from day one strategy. Uh, this is something that, uh, you know, if, for those that maybe aren't familiar with the idea, this idea that we think about um, our students from the moment that they start classes, from the moment they step onto campus, that they are a member of our alumni community. And, uh, and that's a really important concept for, um, for, um, for the students for, and for, um, for our alumni relations professionals to be thinking in this kind of way. And one of the reasons is so that um, we're setting a tone very early. Um, we are starting to that education very early um, with our, uh, our students so that they can understand the value, the lifelong value of connecting and investing in their university experience to start to normalize this idea of interactions between alumni and students. Because sometimes, uh, you know, as you know, Sandra, that often students can often find that maybe alumni can seem somewhat intimidating. Um, maybe there are people in, you know, middle to senior jobs and they might feel intimidated to want to reach out to them. But if this is normalized from a very early time in their um, uh, in their student career, then it becomes much easier as they as they graduate and become part of that, you know, that wider alumni community after graduation. And that's, so I want to be saying, yeah, so, so if I'm asking, you know, if you're asking how, um, how can they put that in place? Um, I, I think that that's um, a, a multi office um, uh, initiative that needs to happen. Yeah. So it can't be just something that happens from the alumni office outwards. Um, right. That, you know, how do you involve um, those that work in student affairs, maybe in careers, in a whole bunch of different departments that you might identify. Maybe there's a whole area that looks at social innovation and community engagement and how you can work together to think about, you know, this idea of, well, we want to welcome our, um, our students as part of our alumni community from the moment that they start and, and that they can also see the value of that. So it's about having that visibility right from the beginning. Um, so a lot of universities might do something as simple as having a booth at, um, you know, orientation day or the equivalent uh, on the first day of college. Um, and that's great. But imagine you had something where you're integrating alumni across uh, the entire uh, uh, student experience so that once graduation happens, that they already feel that they understand what alumni me means, what alumni is, and that they internalize an identity as being part of that alumni community. Right, right, Marie. I mean, you hit it right on, on the nail. And it's, uh, it's, you know, starting from the very beginning and looking at the whole student and alumni experience and looking that as a, as a whole rather than mm. as working from silos in different offices, right? So this mm. is the, the, the student experience is not only owned by 
uh, admissions or you know the student union like they have it in the U.S. But but I mean it's also part of uh, career services is part of alum the alumni office is part of of the international office. You know I mean mm-hmm. it's it's, just, it's the universities need to start looking at the whole experience and more in terms of who needs to be where uh, to make sure that that experience is coherent mm-hmm. and, and that it's going to um, have those elements that you so well mentioned in terms of, you know, are we, are we teaching our students to be reflective, you know, to have that curiosity? Are we developing their passion, you know, and uh, in, in, in that uh, what we need so much, you know, to give mm-hmm. back. So no, definitely. Thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for all the wonderful insights. I'm going to ask you for just one last thing sure. <laughs> before you, you, we stop. And is we have our guests, as you know, um, we ask our guests for three bright ideas. And, um, and so in this case, you know, what is uh, your insights in ter- for, for our um, for our audience in providing a lifelong value to our graduates? That is a great question. And the bright ideas I have are are this. The first is listen to your alumni. Um, And I would say do this on a consistent, on a regular basis. So I talk about in my book about how students should, our alumni should create an alumni Friday. And I would uh, challenge alumni professionals to do the same. Block out an hour on a Friday um, maybe even half an hour and just, you know, spend time booking a time to talk to one or two alumni. Maybe it's every week or maybe it's every month. But the idea is the more that you listen, the more that you can understand what kinds of things that they see as value. Because as we get older as professionals, we um, we may uh, we may be missing out on understanding what exactly our alumni cohort wants. So the listening is an important one. The second one is around doing an audit. Uh, and you can call it an audit. You can talk about taking stock of what you're doing uh, within your alumni programming um, and what programming is there to show that kind of lifelong value for um, for your alumni um, of your institution. So um, I, I, at first I said it was for your, your own alumni programming, but I meant much more what is being offered for alumni that allows them to see lifelong value. So what kinds of opportunities for volunteering, what kinds of programming is happening for them, what are they being included in in the institution. And then almost think of it like a pie. How much of that is coming from your office, from the alumni or the advancement office? How much is coming from outside to other institution, uh, other institutional partners, um, other offices? And see how that might be able to increase so that you're creating much more of that diffusion to happen. So take stock is my second um, thing. And my final thing, is um, is to be a little bit of a spy. Uh, and what I mean by that is we, we often say that, you know, we, we get our greatest ideas by, um, by looking to see what others are doing. So spend time on the alumni um, communities of your own alma mater, join them, uh, uh, and, um, you know, read the publications and the magazines from your colleagues or from your own alma mater. And it gives you a lot of insight of what's happening elsewhere about the messaging and what's happening in the sequencing of, of, of emails. And that gives you a really a good sense on the kinds of value that's coming out 
from other institutions, and that will give you insight on how you may be able to um, adopt similar principles or not in your own institution. So it's an opportunity for your own curiosity and reflection. So I hope those are good ideas. And great. Listen, yeah, great. Be a spy <laughs> and audit. Yeah, they're very bright ideas. And Maria, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome. Much. Maria, congratulations on your book. How can people get your book? So my book is available online. Um, you can order it directly from Policy Press, um, which is an imprint of Bristol University Press online. And you can also um, get all those connections on the website, thealumniway.com. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Anything else, Thanks. Maria, you'd like to add before we close? No, but thank you, Sandra. I think this is really important. Um, and uh, just to reiterate to people how important their role is as alumni professionals to create a really rich ecosystem within our institutions. So thank you for your good and uh, good work and keep up that spirit of giving. <laughs> thank you, Maria. Thank you. Same, same to you. Uh, very grateful that you've spent the time and, and dedication and, and getting the book out. I know, you know, it wasn't easy. And, and <laughs> don't we know? But, yeah, we um, definitely do. But, uh, but thank you. And I hope that we can get this out as far and as wide as possible to as many as alumni as possible. And you can also reach out to me at, alum, uh, at Alumni Way on Instagram and Twitter, too. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks thank so you, Maria. Much. Have Thanks, a, a wonderful holiday season and everyone stay tuned for our next conversation and stay healthy and uh, well, happy holiday season. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks.